Hi, this is Sina Jacob, and I'm currently in a bookstore called Booked in Evanston, which is actually the home of Northwestern University and not too far from uh, Chicago. And I'm with bookstore owner Chelsea Edwards. Elward. Elward. Sorry, Chelsea. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> and I would love to hear your story on why you started Booked and a little bit about yourself. So thank you so much for taking the time. There's so many people around the world who would love to hear stories of why someone like yourself wants to make a difference in the community. And we don't hear enough of it. And it'll be wonderful to hear your story. So first of all, Chelsea, how are you? I'm wonderful. It's a gorgeous day. <laughs> yes, it's a gorgeous day here in Chicago, or rather Evanston yeah. and Chicago. Um, do you want to tell a little bit about who you are and why you started uh, the bookstore? But maybe we could go back to when you were younger, where you're from. And, yeah, um, I um, actually grew up here in Evanston and uh, grew up with a ton of books in my house. Um, with similar bookcases, like really tall bookcases. And I just fell in love with pictures. I, my mom always told me, because um, I would say, I don't know how to read when I was four. And she's like, you don't have to know the words yet. You look at the pictures and you make up a story. So I would just make up stories while looking at pictures. And I still, I, I now tell my three-year-olds when he says I can't read, I'm like, you don't have to read the words. You just tell a story as you look at the pictures and you enjoy the illustrations. Um, so grew up here, went away to college, knew I wanted to come back here to raise a family, and um, I became a teacher. And my favorite subject was reading and writing because they're the hardest subjects to teach. And I taught fourth grade boys. Um, hardest subject to teach because either they loved books or they didn't want to read at all. So my goal was always, I'm going to get you to love to read by the um, middle of the school year because there's a book for everyone that someone would love to read. Okay. And then it will get them to... I usually start with graphic novels for the kids that don't want to read. Oh, that's um, interesting. Graphic novels. Oh, yeah, 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 because there's pictures to help them along with their imagination. And then when they're yeah. like strengthening those muscles in the brain of, oh, okay, this is how a story could be, mm -hmm. then if they, then when they're ready to venture into just words on a book, they can imagine what the story would look like. So I always, okay. even customers that come in today, like my kid doesn't like to read, I'm like, let's go to the graphic novel section Yeah. And start there. Um, but I opened the bookstore because we didn't have a primarily children's bookstore in Evanston. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if we start teaching kids to love to read as a baby and having that routine as a baby, reading books, even though they're not maybe paying attention to the pictures, but they're hearing that routine of we read right before we go to bed. It's a soothing thing that helps you go to sleep. It's going to be the routine for the rest of their lives because they've learned from a young infant. Listening, yeah. Yeah, and so yes. my biggest thing, especially when I was a teacher, um, 
with fourth graders when parents are like, my child used to love to read and now they don't anymore. And I'm like, did you stop reading to them? And they're like, yeah, I stopped maybe in second grade because then they learned how to read on their own. I'm like, you have to keep reading with them because it's that comfort of parent and child and yeah. they see that it's important to you so they know it's going to be important for them. So you were saying um, you grew up with tall bookshelves full yeah. of books. So your parents were real big readers. readers. My dad yeah. was um, a one-of-a-kind jewelry maker, and mm -hmm. so he traveled the world to get stones. But when he would travel, he would bring back books from different countries. And oh, so my mom still has all of those books. And I think what changed me as a reader was my dad died when I was in third grade. And I knew the two things that were most important to him were books and, I mean, family, but books and jewelry from traveling around the world and bringing them um, home with him. And so I don't know if that's when third grade I really hooked on to reading because yeah. when he died, I kind of secluded myself from people and I just read, 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 read. Yeah. And in a way, you were just keeping him alive, I think, mm -hmm. because of his passion. Now it's coming through you. Yeah. That's really beautiful story. So were there any um, any particular books that were your favorite when you were growing up? That you, to this day, you're like, okay, it just kind of brings back <laughs> memories. It's the hardest question, because if any book with castles, uh -huh. I was obsessed with. Okay. I don't know why. Um, like the fairy tales? Fairy tales. Yeah. Fairy tales, yes, until when I was like in college and then I had a professor saying that fairy tales were like, like, let's not go there. Um, that ruined my, I still love fairy tales. I do too. Um, I love fairy tales. Yes. Yeah. Great. I'm a big believer that fairy tales have great stories of overcoming dragons. Right. Right. <laughs> dragons in life, right? Right. Yeah. This is embarrassing because it's, I wouldn't say it's like a high quality book, mm -hmm. but I was obsessed with um, the twin sisters that were on Full House. What are their names? Oh, I'm not sure. They had yeah. a book series. and I Yeah, was, the little ones. Yeah, I yes. know. And the, Mary and uh, Mary, Mary yes. Olson. And, yes, 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 yes. Yes. The, yes. And they have a fashion brand. And Yes today and stuff. They yeah. had a series that I was just obsessed with and I would on Saturdays and Sundays turn on the AC in my room and like get under the covers and just finish a book. I mean there's so many great books out now. That yeah. <laughs> that was my like go-to. Yes. I used to uh, because I didn't want my parents knowing I was reading late into the night all of these books. I would literally uh, obviously use a flashlight yes. under the covers, whatever I can get a hold of in terms of light, yeah. but also turn on the closet light and like sit in the closet and just, I remember reading Gone with the Wind within one week and with the closet light on. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to have read into the night to be able to uh, actually read a long book like that. That, you know, anything Raw Dahl actually is yes. probably my favorite. Now that you're, it reminds me of reading in my closet. Okay. Raldo, the BFG, thinking, well, a giant might come and get me, so I'm gonna be in my closet. I totally <laughs> forgot about that memory. That. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so, 
you know, here in, uh, in Evanston, I mean, you're surrounded by Northwestern University, people who obviously appreciate reading, yeah. books, culture, etc. So are you finding, like, as you, when did you start booked? In Evanston. A year and a half ago. Oh, it's a year and a half. It's new. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It feels like we've been in the community forever because we've made so many great connections and friends through the bookstore, but it also feels like it's been open for two days because it's just, it's like my favorite thing in the world is being Mm -hmm. surrounded by books and talking about books to customers. Um, Yeah, it's been really well received by the community and people really do care about reading to their children and they see the importance of it mm-hmm. um, but then we do have a great selection just for adults as for well them, you know I know it is still over there let me just right there <laughs> which Grace would have to say there was a professor from Northwestern that came in yesterday his first time ever he didn't know we were here and he told Grace this is the best selection of books for adults I've ever seen in a bookstore. And when I came in yesterday, Grace told me, I was like, oh, my heart just melted that a professor would say that about yeah. a teeny tiny bookstore. That's great. I should introduce you to Dr. Bren Murphy, who's on the board of Bookwallow Organization. Uh, she's a Loyola University professor, but she loves children's books. She actually has a curriculum at some point where she had their students consider the diversity of the neighborhood of Rogers Park and stuff and create storybooks so yeah it's pretty cool right so I'll introduce at some point she lives actually in Evanston too okay so I would be surprised if she hasn't come into your store yeah I wonder is she blonde yeah yeah um so have you found a change in terms of the printed version versus the electronic version? How parents, do parents still feel the printed version is a critical part of development? Um, I think so. We have not had an issue with people saying like, my kid only reads from the Kindle. If, I don't know one person that actually wants that for their kid because we know if all the tech startups and all the people, the CEOs and the People that are working on technology in California, if they don't want their own kids having technology, knowing that the, what it does to your brain, like, we know yeah. <laughs> that you need books instead of a Kindle to read a book on. And I've never had an issue with that. I feel like the more hands-on, and we don't do online sales, even though everyone says you really should because of the Amazon world, but the whole point of having a brick and mortar is for kids to come in and feel all the books and explore what they actually want to read instead of like clicking on a computer saying this might be good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just really want books and pages to be turned and they smell the ink and they, it's like all an experience. I, I don't think you get that on a screen. No. And even the idea of being able to see the depth, mm-hmm. uh, what do you call that, spatial aspect, right? Yeah. Of books and knowing how many more pages are left to right. read. Right. <laughs> you could actually yeah. flip and yeah. kind of take a look like right. that. Um, does Evanston actually have a, a famous author, children's author? Do you we know? We have a bunch. Um, we have Sarah Aronson that lives around the corner. She comes in weekly. She calls her bookstore. Um, budget blown. <laughs> okay. 
Um, we have Carolyn Crimney, um, who's wonderful. We have we have a lot of local authors that live outside of Evanston, but those are two. We have um, Rebecca Dudley that lives in Evanston. We have Betsy Bird, who is really famous in the librarian world. She's um, the book buyer for all the adult books at our Evanston Public Library. She used to do that for uh, New York City, for the children's books. Um, who else? Grace, who am I missing? Other authors oh. that live in Evanston? Have you mentioned the illustrator, Diana Sidika? We have a really, she, the illustrator, Diana Sidika, who did her door. She's an illustrator. She has three picture books, but she's working on so many. We have Kyla Roberts, who is makes comics about okay. her life story. Who's really? amazing. So of, there's a lot. There is, yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm sure I'm blanking right now. <laughs> but an unexpected question, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just always curious as to, you know, we live in a great city, uh, you know, in the nearby areas, and I don't know how many people really know of local authors and right. uh, people right. making an impact there are that way. so many. Read Local is um, run by Sarah Aronson, who's a local okay. author, and she has like all of Illinois, the Illinois Reads. I'm probably saying all of this wrong, but um, she connects local authors together and SCWI, I'm not saying it wrong, is a local um, author. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Chelsea, if I were, if, is there, what do you think is the number one conception or misconception people may have of people who own bookstores or in the world of books and do you think uh, I think um, the biggest thing that I hear just about daily like oh how are you doing because they know Amazon just and I'm like actually great it's it's being supported by the community because people love books and they love stories and they love I think it's um People are worried that the business, like bookstores, they may disappear. will fail. Yeah. Um, but we're seeing that bookstores are opening weekly around right. the U.S. for sure because they have a study on that. And last year there were 286 bookstores that opened in okay. the United States. So they're, they're making a comeback. I think because Barnes and Noble and um, Borders, when they opened up, all the small independent bookstores couldn't stay open because of the big box stores. And now I think people want more of a community feel. Mm -hmm. At least I want that. I want every, not just bookstores, but every little independent shop to survive because that makes the community. So instead of like shopping online, that will destroy communities and like all these little shops will disappear and then we're going to be driving through a ghost town yeah um, so that that need for connection uh yeah, comes through that. a bookstore yeah we need that yeah desperately and i think uh and we miss a complete experience of being exposed to new titles and things when i go on amazon there's so many books that i yeah. don't see that yeah. 
makes it, I mean, so walking into a bookstore makes a huge difference. And we read a ton of books so we can say, this is an excellent book. This is what it's about. Do you want a spoiler? This is for your kid. I'll tell you there's a happy ending. Or, oh my gosh, this will devastate your child. But it's so good and it's so necessary. Mm -hmm. We love, we love to read. Um, what makes you most happy about running a bookstore? I think talking to customers. Yeah. It's like the paperwork and stuff like that. It's like, <laughs> but it's like being able to talk about a book that I just read that I loved that changed my view on XYZ. Yeah. <laughs> to then be able to say like, oh my gosh, please read this because <laughs> hopefully you'll have the same experience. Mm -hmm. I love it. That's great. The human connection, right? Yeah. Through the book. Yeah. So is there a literary character that you would select if you had a choice to go out to dinner with that person? I'm trying to think of someone that makes me laugh. I, laugh. I have to look at these, at these books. Really <laughs> I'm going to follow you. <laughs> I guess because this is what we tell every kid. So Clarice, we, we uh -huh. have this mouse hold on here. And so Clarice is this mouse who lives in our bookstore, but she only comes out at night to read. Wow. Because she likes the quiet and she. So sometimes we see little things. Some kids feed her, they put their popcorn. Um, by the hole, so when she comes out, they get to eat. So I guess it would be Clarice just to understand her story a little bit more. This just came out on Tuesday. This is book number three, and she loves fashion. Um, but she she wanted to go to Paris. She ended up in Paris, met a not-so-nice character, and then had to overcome her. It's, it is a fairy tale-esque with a lot of nice fashion because yeah. Megan Hess is famous for... Um, drawings of fashion and glamour. This is probably, this is just the last, but there's so many people I would meet. The Little Prince. Mm -hmm. um, I love The Secret Garden. That would be really yeah, fun. Yeah, that's beautiful. To yeah. Mary Poppins would be really fun. Yeah. <laughs> so enough to have a party. Have <laughs> enough a characters party. to have a party. We would have a huge party. There's so many. <laughs> Maybe that so could be an costumes. idea for a new par a, a party Actually, in your that's place. Not a bad idea. Everyone dresses their favorite literary characters. <laughs> yeah. Get together over character. tea. I like, that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, now to kind of wrap it up. Yeah. There's going to be people in different parts of the world looking at this video and watching oh. you and listening to you. So, are there is there anything you'd like to share that we? Uh, to readers, to future readers, to just in general, uh, what is it that people should keep in mind um, in their I, life uh, through books or? I just, I'm such a believer that if you read, you gain more than just the knowledge of what's inside the pages, that you're just becoming a better human being. Yeah. You learn empathy through books, you learn how to treat people, you learn. I do love books that are fun to read, but also educational at the same time. It's like a trick that I give to my kids. I'm like, read this, <laughs> you're gonna get really smart. Um, but it's just, 
I can't say enough of what reading does to one's brain. And there is scientific, there's someone that can articulate this better than me, but what it does to a brain while you're reading is... Yeah, all the uh, areas light up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. So, um, so to look at your website, it's www.booked Evanston, E-V-A-N-S-T-O-N dot com. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So thank you, Chelsea. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you.